This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good afternoon. This is Front Row on The Bigger Picture. I'm Juliet Jacobs. Fault Lines is described as a play that deals with topics of homeland, the freedom to be, family and the never-ending pursuit of unconditional love. So a project that's said to be 10 years in the making. This is the debut full-length work of Adriana Nordin Manan. Fault Lines was also a semi-finalist in the International Scratch Pad series by the Playwrights Realm, which was in New York City. So today on the show, I'm uh, Adriana joins me. She is, uh, as she describes herself, Madam Pep, she is the playwright, the executive producer, and the producer of the show and also with us today, Patrina Rafi. She's a performer in the play. We're going to find out all about it. Welcome, ladies. How are you today? Good. Oh, thank good. you. Happy <laughs> to be here, Juliet. Yeah, lovely to have you guys on the show with me today. So very excited to hear about this. Uh, Adriana, if I can start with you, right? So um, I do know that it was an, imp- this, like I said, 10 years in the making, yeah. right? So this is like a, a ba- your baby la, mm-hmm. I want to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Talk to me a little bit about, uh, you know, the story and uh, why uh, why you wanted to share the story um, of this. So it's a story of a mother and daughter duo, right? And, a, a large family, but they are like the, the two main, like, you would say characters, yeah. Okay, all right. So maybe let's take, take me back to the start. Ten years ago, you know, sure. what was this idea about? Um, ten years ago, so 2013, uh, I came back from New York City. Um, it was, uh, um, I was studying, I was doing my master's. And then when I came back, again, uh, by that time, I had already a few years of work experience. So I had taken a sabbatical from my work here in KL at the time. Um, and when I came back, I, something, it's like a, uh, a long, I, I would want to say suppressed, but a long, like maybe set aside dream that came to the <laughs> fore again. And it was like, hey, Adriana, you know how you've wanted to be a playwright for the longest time, for as long as you can remember? Um, now that you're back here, like, there's, isn't there like a story, isn't there like a feeling from that year away that you really could make into a play? Um, and yeah, that's that's it. I told myself, I was like, okay, I want to write a play. Little did I know, Juliet, that you can't just like clock out of your nine to five, <laughs> go home and be like, you know, hey, hey, one, one, one scene is done, you know, uh, with a lot of coffee um, and foolishness. Um, I couldn't do it. Yeah, as, as, I, uh, man, as uh, I maintained my, 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 my previous work, uh, which was a nine to five job. Mm-hmm. Um, so it re- actually even took a career change. So two years later, I left and uh, that's when I was like, okay, and I really no other excuses now <laughs> and but I really like dug my heels in um, in 2017 to write and it was done most of it was done um over the the lockdown, really. So 20, 2020 and 2021 and 2022 were real critical years for it to really like be accelerated in a sense um, for me to get it done. Yeah, so I say 10 years in terms of uh, when the idea germinated, but um, what uh, it came to it, like actually writing and, and putting things uh, uh, into uh, uh, typing things on my keyboard was maybe six years, but the stories and the themes or observations go back even further. We're talking like early 2000s when oh I was a gosh. teenager, which I am not anymore. <laughs> Could have fooled me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Very kind. <laughs> so, okay. So really then, um, you know, a lot, and I'm guessing like it went, did it go through changes as well from the original idea to oh, what definitely. it is? Yeah. yeah. Um, the, I mean, how I, I guess my creative process is I first thought about the big overarching theme. So that perhaps didn't change, but the actual details, even the number of characters, for example, it started off as a three character play and now 
now it has seven. Mm. Um, and that was from just different conversations with people. And um, yeah, just deciding that, hey, this is a good idea. Let me run with it. The next thing I know, I have a, yes, it's a baby, but it's a real, real chonky baby. <laughs> it's quite a beast. Um, yeah, uh, for a, a seven-person play. And yeah, it, made, it went through so many changes. Like I couldn't even tell you what version it is now. Mm. Um, but yeah, we have it. It's here. Yeah. Oh my God, you know, I'm about to, uh, you know, hit the stage uh, just in a couple of weeks' time. I do want to quickly ask you, though, you know, I did mention in the intro that it was a semi-finalist in the International Scratch Bat Series, right? Mm. You want to tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, this was in 2021. Uh, I was working on it, right? And then I found out, I had never heard of the playwrights realm, but over time I found out that they were an off-Broadway uh, theatre company fully dedicated to new play development and working with playwrights. Mm. And uh, so they, usually the Scratch Pad is like face-to-face so for New York area uh, playwrights but then this time they were like hey we're opening it we're having an international chapter and anyone from anywhere can submit a, a, a script and uh, what was up for grabs or like what, what was at stake was the opportunity for I think it was a few days or maybe up to a week um, uh, professional development they would assign a director and then actors to workshop your play so I was just so excited I mean I was like yeah let's give it a try and then um, I found out uh, many months later they said like we're, we're, we're sorry to tell you that you were not like a finalist that you didn't get selected but that you were a semi-finalist and, and they were like yeah we they gave really encouraging words about about the play and I thought that was very nice that was definitely like a morale boost for me because I was I mean I, I say like groping in the dark that's kind of really it you know sometimes when you're just trying to get something out um, without like a structure <laughs> right of yeah. like, creative development and then I was like wow this is nice like even if these people who are not Malaysian you know may, might not be familiar with the cultural context they could see the universality of it I thought that was yeah. I took that to heart and that was really encouraging yeah okay we're going to talk about the plot in a little bit but I just want to talk to Petrina for a little while so Petrina I mean talk to me a little bit about you know your experience in the performing arts yes. uh, yeah what, what got you drawn to to performing uh, okay so well mine was I was one of those really obnoxious kids I'm not going to lie <laughs> when I was young I was like always putting on a show and all that kind of stuff maybe a bit too much uh, and I it was always in the works of me wanting to be in the performing arts scene and all, but I didn't really have the confidence because um, I didn't have a very strong background. You know, some kids, they do ballet and all. I didn't really have all that stuff. It was all school stuff. And so I actually took a different turn first, all also studying in the States as well. So I guess that's, it wasn't a requirement to be a part of the show, but it helped. <laughs> uh, but I started studying anthropology first and I realized, mm, not my world. Okay. And there was a conservatory in my school and uh, a theater conservatory. Uh, and I entered and then that kind of just set it off for me. Uh, but was, And then it, that was in California. And then after that, I transferred to New York. Um, and then after that, I came back home, I kind of never stopped. Okay. <laughs> um, as much as I wanted to avoid it, I couldn't. Um, it's what, it was one of those things like when you kind of know, it sounds so cheesy, but it's true. It's like sometimes you kind of know what you are and what you really need to be doing for yourself. So I have been continuing <laughs> the journey, I guess, in the scene. And uh, it's been great. Um, I've been able to dabble in a bunch of things aside from acting um, a little bit of directing very little 
and I am just starting to write as well, okay. uh, which is a great journey, I yeah. would say. There's a so reason cool. it's called a calling, I think, you yes. know, yeah. yeah, you just can't quite, can't quite run away from it. So, you know, here yeah. you are. Um, I do now want to talk about um, the, the plot, right? I mean, maybe we can talk a little bit about um, the idea for the, well, so you, you mentioned the idea for the story, but talk to us about the story, you know, the theme and the messages that you want to convey through the play. Um, so maybe I'll start with where the play is set. Mm-hmm. It's set quite literally in a in an apartment in Queens, uh, New York City, um, and it's the uh, the home of of Shireen. Uh, she lives there, and uh, Shireen and her uncle Ray are longtime residents of New York City, uh, Malaysian. They're from the KL area, but they've settled down after their studies abroad. Um, and then one day, uh, they find out that their family from KL is visiting them for three for a week. And who is the family from KL? Uh, Habsa, so Shireen's mother, um, Zol, Shireen's uncle, and his wife Juita. Okay. Um, and then they 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 arrive, and then it happens. Uh, there's a whole uh, yeah a week a week, a week together. Um, an unfamiliar surrounding for the KL family in terms of the physical surrounding, but actually a strange environment for everyone because this is the first time they've been back together for such a long time. Um, Everyone has their different dynamics of their relationships with one another. Mm -hmm. And in true, I guess, theatrical uh, fashion, things happen to them. And per our tagline, uh, the Aziz family reunites in New York City and nobody leaves their baggage behind. So, yeah. Tagline that I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot happening there, a lot of unpacking, a lot yes. of um, revisiting the past. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, perhaps uh, saying things that are usually left unsaid with distance mm-hmm. uh, when they're back together. Um, yeah, nothing stopping you, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. <laughs> How would you describe the family dynamics? Actually, mm. um, I mean, if, is that giving too much away? If you were to sort of like, yeah, mm. I think um, maybe I can in broad strokes, there's definitely um, uh, intergenerational relations is a big part of the family Um, and also the more subtle, unspoken uh, interpersonal relations Mm -hmm. of between the different characters come to the fore, Mm. you know, where like, oh actually, yeah, this is what's been happening really uh, in my life and then that's uh, what what, what we we find out and then also um, I think there's the dynamic of how they relate to New York City um, I, I mean, I, I of course leave the audience to 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 decide. But I would say New York City is the eighth character in the play. It's yeah, definitely okay. there. Um, it it's mentioned the different places, the relationships. So um, I was I was I was thinking about how to describe it. So it's like. Uh, a family with uh, a lot of complexity in their in their dynamics as a whole, in also a world that is very complex and is very um, uh, maybe in turmoil. Uh, it might be a bit too strong, but yeah, going going through things. Yeah, okay. there's the idea of in an unfamiliar environment is a big thing. I would say. Okay, and that being in that unfamiliar environment is that sort of what brings all the issues to the fore. Yeah, yeah that yeah. plays a part, and also distance. I think. Like, mm. like bridging the distance and time that has passed mm-hmm. and then like now we're together like, and our time is limited right so there was just that that extra uh, degree of tension yeah oh. and urgency yeah Okay, okay. And you want to tell me a little bit about the character that you play, Petrina? So, Shireen, the, the protagonist, I want to say? Yeah? Yes. Yes, the protagonist, yes. <laughs> In moments. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, so Shireen, 
Uh, oh God, I'm so scared. I'll, I'll start t- uh, throwing okay, out things okay. I shouldn't. But I'll try my best. Uh, but basically, Shireen uh, is uh, a Malay working girl in New York. Uh, she she works in a bank. Can I say that? Yeah, she works in a bank, a very famous bank in uh, the States. Um, and she sort of like built this life for herself um, separating a little bit of her identity of what she knows uh, of herself um, from home, you know. And, okay. uh, and basically, uh, what we're, we're really just walking into the lens of her life and also, like, everything that comes together with the family visiting and what does that kind of, like, unravel. But basically, she's found... Basically, Shireen is someone who is set up to have already like figured out, uh, have built a whole life, um, and she's trying to figure out ways to welcome the life that she already knew, mm. uh, to kind of sit at the table and um, have a conversation and meet halfway, and like be okay to um, exist, coexist together. Okay. And that's li- that I think is the best way I can explain her journey. <laughs> Without telling us the plot. Yes. Right? Okay. okay, too much of the plot. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. So we definitely have to come uh, and watch that. And how did the setting of New York, I mean, okay, you, you sort of mentioned that, you know, it's almost like the eighth character, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, how did the setting of New York kind of contribute to the overall themes of the play itself? Um... I think I looked back at New York and my experience in my one year there. Uh, really, Juliet, like I was New York. Like the subway system was my buddy. Uh, yeah. I was going everywhere, Same. and then it reached a point where I remember I was just like kept uploading like, oh, I'm in this neighborhood now. I'm in this neighborhood like on social media, and then my family was like, hey, is there any studying happening? And I was like, yes, Ooh, yes, ouch. there definitely is studying happening. Um, I just <laughs> recalled like the fondness uh, that, that that I hold for New York, and for me at that yeah. time, right? Like because I was also in transition at that time. I mean, when I came back, I was like, you know what? Um, I, I, I'm i pretty sure like where I am right now is not where I want to be, but mm. I do have to serve my scholarship bond and all of that. And <laughs> after that, you know, I'll, 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 I'll go for it. I'll see what the world has for me. So yeah, I, I have a very soft spot for New York. So I, mm. um, and I generally like place-based narratives. It's just something that, that compels me. Um, and so yeah, New York is always there either like referred to in terms of the, 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 the different little neighborhoods or just like the attractions and just the feeling of this roaring living orga- organism and how it really how one person might be like I love the city I like the anonymity I like just yeah. being like nobody cares if you want to walk around with you know mis- mi- mismatched socks you know that yeah, kind of stuff yeah, but yeah. Um, to some other people it might be like I'm frightened by this place yes. I feel unsafe um, I want to go home. So yeah, there's uh, all those yeah, just the different ideas of the, of the city, and it's uh, actually I find it uh, personally comforting to be like yeah, the city's around, the city is present, even though it's theatre, right? And we are in you know Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Um, I was like, I can feel I can feel that New York's here, and like New York has been uh, a through line in mm-hmm. the play. Okay, yeah. and same for you, uh, Patrina. You know, because you spent time there. I think definitely. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that's what intrigued me a lot. Of the script is like, I used to say all these things when um, I was there. I would, I would like, re- I would also like be around those spaces. I would communicate the way. Uh, there's a certain like 
I don't know how to say like it's not even the slang. It's just a culture of like lang- a of, language, like, language. Yeah, of yeah. how we speak. You speak like I think one of the most common thing for like people who are in New York, they speak by train, by uh-huh. the subway. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I live off the end and all that stuff. Like when when they say like where do you live, they'll be like. Oh, I live off the A or the C, you know, mm. that kind of stuff. And it's such, like, those kind of, like, nuances uh, were one of the things that, like, intrigued me. And also, like, it was just, like, a moment. It's just nice to kind of bring that and, like, kind of introduce that to uh, uh, to a Malaysian stage only because, like, you know, there's so much idea of what it's like, but there's no proper insights of mm-hmm. what it's really like to be a person living there and experiencing it, especially as a foreigner. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just want to go back to the characters as well, right? So seven seven members, right, in this family yes. who are all coming <coughs> excuse me, coming together. And what were some of the challenges you faced in developing the characters and the mm. interactions in the family, within the family as well? Yeah. Yeah, no, the thanks for that question, Juliet, because <coughs> this dives into process and I love talking about process. <laughs> um I remember um, because uh, and, and I always preface this um, perhaps I don't have to but I will um, I preface this by saying that I'm not trained uh, in playwriting I didn't I didn't formally study it but I did study social sciences and so I really leaned on that background really when writing uh, because what I've discovered is that um, when I felt that I had an, uh, an idea for, for a scene in my mind I would always uh, be humbled and I realised oh the scene isn't complete because I forgot about like these other side characters because in theatre you can't just have them like frozen right yeah. like yeah like in a short story you could just you know focus like, for example you know and then like keep the other characters out but in theatre if they're going to be there you have to figure out oh gosh I thought it was about A and B's relationship this scene but I forgot like C also has a dynamic with A and with B and with D and so that was like that was really uh, what, what was challenging uh, for me but uh, I'm, and, and I honestly think that's why because there was so many it's like um, if you can imagine like the crisscross map of a highway you know just just so much like here intersection here exit this yeah and that dynamic um so that was uh that was uh uh difficult challenging for me but what i made sure to do when i thought about relationships and leaning on my social science background i was like okay adriana usually how are people stratified in society okay mm, level of education mm, okay and then like other things maybe like level of exposure or cultural upbringing so i just put all of those in the mix i like really like mobilized everything that I had in terms of my life experience and my education and I was like let's try this and I made like mood boards with the characters I'd be like okay this character so what do they like like everything from like what's important to them and then uh, I tried to like yeah play around with with maybe like yeah stuff like markers like education um, cultural uh, uh, background uh, language like like main language spoken like like native language and um, being Malaysian I was like uh, and writing about Malaysian characters it ended up being quite easy because I was like hey I know this a person like this I know a person like that <laughs> and I think I hope um, that the audience will recognise the characters uh, that they see on stage because mm. of that yeah There's, there'll be a certain level of familiarity yeah in that of sense, like right? oh yeah maybe I've too, much. <laughs> too much <laughs> well yeah, I'll let Patrina talk about that yeah <laughs> okay mm-hmm. you want to tell us a little bit about uh, that no I, I was I kept I, I, I say this so much and I tell I tell them like one of the things I was actually nervous aside from like the cast itself, uh, but because we got a really strong cast, um, but I I was nervous about the characters because I was like, ooh, so close to home, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, do I really want to walk into something that's like 
my daily life. But I think I think that's the challenge and the refreshing part of the work as well, being able to kind of like l- look at something so familiar but still walk in it in mm. a very different lens and just kind of understand the many perspectives of it. Okay. I, I do also want to ask about the title Fault Lines, right? You want to tell me why that was the t- chosen title as well? I think it was like the third title that, that, that I landed on but when, you know, like like, like Trina says said earlier, like when you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, because um, Fault lines in the, of course, there's the like uh, what, geological term, right? And then, okay, but no, I chose it for the more figurative uh, form of speech where fault lines is really um, the dividing lines, right? The divisions that we have and the theme of division, polarization, difference comes to the fore a lot in the play. And I, uh, with, I mean, unabashedly, like unapologetically say like those are, that's what motivates me. That's what intrigues me about the human condition, human experience so it a lot like there's a lot of that uh helpings of that in the play so yeah i just chose it i was like this feels right like it really is fault lines and you know in my little visual moment it's like you know uh five letters here five letters here nice two words it's like you could even imagine a line going between fault and lines you know and i was just like that stuff like that's my jam juliet like i get so excited um so uh yeah i was like yeah fault line fault lines is it and even you know at one point because i do want to say that the play is is about 60-40 between English and Malay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I toyed with the idea of having like, a, you know, fault lines, colon, and then a Malay, ver- a Malay uh, version of the title. And I realized, nah, that's not necessary. I felt that I was uh, I was over overworking it. It might be like a bit overwrought. Um, but yeah, so that that's fault lines. Yeah, it's about divisions and the very, very... The invisible lines, of course, like they're not physical lines, but they are very there, the divisions that we have among us as human beings. Mm-hmm. And some secrets, right? Shireen has a big secret, which we won't ask what that's about, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's going to come to the fore. That's going to affect the family dynamics. Yeah. I mean, all of these things are going to come out, right? Definitely, absolutely. yeah. Okay. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, okay. And I do also want to quickly ask about the cast, uh, the rest of the cast, yes. you know. Um, who else have you got playing the other characters? Uh, we have uh, Fatima Abu Bakar playing Habsa. Um, and then we have Sabrina uh, Hassan, and then we have Reza Zainal Abidin, and then we have Alung Silalahi, and then we have Catherine Liao, and then we have Xavier Reminik. Yeah, okay. so that's a party of seven altogether. Okay. And Gafir uh, Akbar as the director. Yes, yes. Also, as the director. also who spent time also, in the US, I was reading. Yeah, yes, yes, also yes, in New York. Okay. Yeah, also in New York. Yeah, so I think okay. maybe, maybe that's a little hint about why we're all in oh, this yeah, production. Well, <laughs> we were like, oh, this script. No. Hmm. What? Really? Why? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, what do you hope that the audience will actually take away from it, uh, from, you know, watching the play? What are your hopes for that? For them personally, my hope is that it's a play that because I, I, I'm projecting here like what I hope when I'm when I go to the theater. I hope it's a whatever I watch is something that I will be thinking about the day after even, mm. and I hope that's what the audience will feel and will get from the play. And also, um, it's I hope they will take the opportunity to see. Malaysian characters on stage uh, in a production of this scale with with a team, a cast and director uh, and creative team uh, of, of this calibre. And uh, I hope they will feel that there's a lot of heart in, in the story um, at the end of the day. Hmm. Okay. And for you, uh, Patrina, you know, because... You know, you said some of it was a bit close to home, right? You know, was the, was it cathartic for you, you know, taking on this role? How was it for you? Yeah, um... I okay. I feel like I can only say it's cathartic once 
I get on full performance mode because sure. that's usually the process for me at least. But I think it's just refreshing uh, to find something uh, that to. To be honest, like for me, it's just nice to have a text. Uh, I'll be very, very transparent and honest because it's been so long since uh, we've seen a lot of written work in the scene, at least. And uh, and I feel like I hope this isn't the last of it, and uh, we continue to brew more and more. So it was just, I think, it was just nice to really sit down and be able to analyze text and and just go through the process and the blocking and everything. But also to like piggyback uh, Adriana, uh, I really hope. Uh, aside from what they will take away I also like them to take away an experience of hunger only because there's so much food in this place oh okay I missed I missed so asking about that play. yeah 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 uh, so that's one thing I will let out a bit um, because yeah I've never been in a play that has so so much food or any show that has so much food and I think that's really exciting and I think that's the most Malaysian element to it as well I mean there's so many other elements but it's definitely the conversation starter. Okay. I think, you know, bottom line, this is an original um, Malaysian script. Mm-hmm. And, you know, really, really excited to see it, Adriana. You know, congratulations, you know, on it, you know, finally coming Thank to the so stage. Much. 10 yeah. years. So it's happening very soon, as I mentioned. It's starting on the 16th of November. It goes up right up till the 19th of November. It's happening over at PJ Pack, which is in Wanutama. So at the Nero event space. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I got that right. Yeah, yeah. the Nero event space. And uh, ticket prices are 88 ring for the regular price tickets and 150 ringgit for Waldorf tickets. You want to tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, so haha, it, it, it might sound cheesy, but I was thinking of like how to like uh, how to name this like premier ticket premium tickets. Um, so I was like Waldorf, you know this old hotel uh, in, in Manhattan that was really fancy, like the Waldorf Astoria. Yeah. Uh, so I chose that name. It that is um, really it's just uh, people who like might want to support us uh, a, a little bit extra, give a little bit more support, and what they will get like after. After, like after the show, like right after the, the the show that they attend, the session that they attend, they'll receive in their email an essay written by me about oh, my nice. experience. Uh, it's called Fault Lines: uh, Playwrights Cut, and uh, yeah, I'm already uh, I've already written part of it, and it will be yeah a reflection of a playwright on on the journey so far. Okay, and I do know that uh, following the matinee shows on the 18th and 19th, there will also be some talkback sessions. Yeah, on the 18th, which is the Saturday, the first matinee, we'll be, have a talkback with. Uh, myself, the playwright, and Gafir, the director. And then on the after the last show, uh, the 19th Sunday, 3pm, uh, there will be a talk back with the entire cast and mm-hmm. the company. And I guess that's our, that will be when we take a bow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh gosh, I'm really excited for you guys. Can't wait to see you. Thank you so much, Julia. It really means a lot. Yeah, Yeah. so, you know, it is happening again uh, over at PJ Pack. Pack. And if you want to purchase your tickets, you just need to head to onetix.com.my. That's onetix.com.my. But now for one lucky listener, the producers, both Adriana and uh, Putrina here, are offering one pair of tickets for the Saturday matinee show at 3pm. As always on Front Row, you just need to answer this very, very simple question correctly. In what city is Fault Lines set? Is it A, Los Angeles, or B, New York City? Just send me the correct answer, your full name, your email address. Send me a WhatsApp message to 018-789-8899. If you hear back from the producers, you are that lucky winner. Again, it is for the Saturday matinee show. So that's on 18th of November at 3pm again at PJ Pack. So do send your answers now. Ladies, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank, thank you, you Julie. So it's been a 
pleasure. Yes. Any last message you want to leave our listeners with? Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing you guys at the theatre. And I hope beyond... I, I mean, I've been reflecting on this. I hope you will have a good experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I Honestly, I'm just happy if people just come and enjoy, uh, indulge in the show. Come fresh, come with an open heart mm-hmm. and... Uh, I hope you take away something. That you're still talking about the next day, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much, ladies, uh, for joining me today. I was speaking to Adriana Nordin-Manan, the playwright, executive producer and producer of Fault Lines, and Putrina Rafi, a performer in Fault Lines. If you miss any part of our conversation today, you can always search for the podcast at bfm.my slash front dash row. You can also find it on the BFM app. This has been Front Row on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.